Welcome back to the PropTech Insider. Today we're joined by Samantha McLean from Elite Agent and also the co-host of Elevate Podcast. We're going to have a great conversation today to unpack some of the big trends of 2021 and what we're going to expect into 2022. What's going to stay from a tech perspective and what are our clients going to take forward with them? Well, Sam, thank you for joining us and coming onto the podcast. And what we're, we're going to have a really good conversation today around the trends that we've kind of seen over those last 18 months and what do we think is going to happen next in terms of the prop tech industry. Um, it's definitely been a couple of years of chaos for, for a lot of our customers, and we've seen some really interesting things happen as we were just discussing offline. But I guess just to kick things off, um, I wanted to kind of just say and, and get a bit of insight from you in to what was your most memorable moment in 2021 for prop tech. I'll start by kicking off and giving you one, which was when I looked back in February of the year before to February this year, in terms of digital signatures as a, as a data point for how's our industry going? Have we adopted technology? Have we not? When I looked at Feb last year, we we're doing about 500 signings about a month. And then I looked at it recently and we're doing about 5,000 a month. So we've seen a 10X on adoption of digital signatures. And the really interesting thing that I've seen come out of that is as we've transitioned back into a analog environment or a face-to-face environment, is it was seen some of this technology stay. Some of it's obviously been parked because it hasn't had a, a role to play for the future or right now. But some of our customers are saying to see this huge uplift and allowed to be scalable by using technology. W- what have you seen and what's really resonated with you for 2021? Oh, look, um, first of all, thanks thanks for having me, Angus. It's it's great to be here. 2021 has been, well, we all walk, walked into 2021 thinking, whew, thank goodness 2020 is over, we can all move on. And I think 2021, if it's possible, has been an even bigger roller coaster than, than the year before it was. And, you know, in, in 2020, I was get the feeling, getting the feeling from all the agents that I spoke to that it was it was kind of like, oh, I've got to use technology now but I can't wait to go back to normal. And that piece of dialogue seems to have disappeared this year as agents have realised that this is not just a a nice-to-have or a fly-by-night or a shiny object thing. The things that you're talking about there, digital signatures, things like virtual tours, online auctions, all of that sort of thing, they're here to stay, I think. Yeah. And what what do you think is going to be the the future of online auctions? Let's talk about that one for for a moment. You know, we've started to see a bit of a shift back to that on-site auction, the transparency, and it's obviously what a lot of our customers have been comfortable with. Do you think that's got a future in in the real estate industry? Yeah, absolutely. And we're seeing more and more different types of not just online auction, but online offer providers. So, you know, for people that there's there's a solution out there, it seems, for every market. So it's not like years ago... Um, people would say, oh, you know, I don't do auctions because, you know, that's not my market. My market's different. You know, you hear that all the time in the industry. Yeah. But I think now there's there's coming a solution for every market. And I think moving into 2022, the journey that everyone's had with the pandemic in the last couple of years is very different. And I don't think that we're going to see the full impacts of, you know, what the pandemic has had on people's psyche for just probably years to come. So things like, you know, attending an auction in person, uh, one person's feeling about it might be very different to another's. Um, You know, somebody 
you know, down the road there might be really keen to get back to online auctions. And then someone who's got a business and a couple of young kids and things like that might be thinking, oh, I wonder how many unvaccinated people are at that auction. So I think I'll maybe hand, hang back and um, and attend online. And I think that that sort of thinking, everyone's thinking around that is very different. Mm. And so I actually think, you know, it's it's probably, you know, it's good for the vendor, it's good for the agent. It might bring a, a new set of buyers in particularly when you look at all of the patterns of people moving into state and things like that, you know, it just opens up the pool uh, incredibly. And with Australia's borders reopening, then you've got international buyers who can only attend via online. So I don't think that's going anywhere. Completely agree with you. I think that we, we were having a conversation the other day with the Bresic Whitney team and in particular with Thomas McGlynn, as you know, and he was really talking about each market's a little bit different, as you said, and particularly even within the Sydney market. And you've got the premium markets that have had a way of operating for quite some time. And they're probably a little bit not so slow to adopt, but more cautious about it because of their caliber and the, the higher end properties that they're selling. And the interesting point that they were making is that you look across the other industries, so outside of real estate, to see how it's adopted. You look at art auctions, you look at cars and a range of other things. And because that's more of a day-to-day transaction for people and a broker, it's easier to adopt and then find a way to make it work in the industry. Um, whereas people in real estate, being the buyers and the vendors in particular, only transact every seven to 10 years on average. And so it's usually an emotional purchase or an emotional sell for most people. And so it's one of the biggest decisions they'll make in their life where they want the hand-holding. And Thomas's point was, it's great to have options, but we want to make sure that we can still control that experience and make sure that's a premium experience for everyone that goes through the process because it is a dawning one. I remember talking to a couple of auctioneers early in the pandemic because we were curious to find out for our readers and listeners how they were handling it. And I remember talking to Andrew Bell, who's one of you know, one of the greats in auctioneering um, up here on the Gold Coast. And he was saying that he really missed it. And it was re- it's really hard to, to break through the camera and provide the theatre because, you know, I think in Queensland it's, it's, um, it's equivalent to the sad day sport up here. Yeah. Like the Courier-Mail actually live streams auctions and people tune in and it's, it's, it's a thing. And I remember Stu as well, he was sort of saying, how do I, you know, how do I create the same sense of theatre? But I think... Even now, like, you know, that dialogue is changing. And even we were talking to Stu the other day, we um, published a story on it that, you know, every even the auctioneers who, you know, live and breathe that theatre and, and that excitement and things like that, they're finding ways to recreate that virtually. So, which is really good to see. Yeah. And Andrew, um, I've been and spent some time with him. He does an amazing amount of auctions and he has the super auction Saturday where he does like up to 100 auctions in one day, which is amazing he's got quite the uh well-oiled machine there so no doubt that you want to get back on site as quickly as possible one of the things i really want to get some insight off you is you're in a really fortunate position through elevate podcast and obviously lead agent to not only talk to some of the best real estate agents in the country but also a lot of the other tech providers that you know outside of the domain world more broadly and there's some real trends starting to emerge around obviously digital signatures being one with online offers as a platform, and then AI and, and things like that. Where do you think the major 10x or the major impact that 
agents can have through technology that you're seeing based on the last 12 months? Yeah, it's interesting that you raise artificial intelligence and things like automation. I mean, one of the things that has sort of been a hallmark of this year is we moved as well. So we moved from Sydney to the Gold Coast and we not only moved our home but our business as well. So we were right in the middle of moving during a lockdown because, you know, we moved on the 21st of December. You know, we we got into Queensland basically half hour before the borders shut. <laughs> still, still had to spend, you know, two weeks in home quarantine, but basically we signed a lease on a home, sight unseen. We signed, we bought this office that you can see us in, yep. sight unseen. We also bought an investment property, sight unseen. So we actually experienced the whole thing as a consumer firsthand. And it was pretty interesting, like in some of the agents that we dealt with, some of them were really great um, in terms of actually understanding what people are going through in the middle of moving in in times like this. Mm. And sometimes automation took over to the point that, you know, I kind of want to scream at someone. You know, it's it's funny that you get so many automated emails from agents and everything has been automated and templated to within an inch of its life right now that it almost lacks personality. And the personality that you do get from, you know, the, the back of an email or something like that is is so minimal that you think, I hate this person before you've even met them. Yeah. I met a couple of the people just recently that we had dealt with over that period and they were actually quite nice people. And so what I'm saying is it's all very well and good to use the tools and stuff like that, but real estate is a, is a human industry. And particularly when you're dealing with people um, at a really emotional time, it actually is hard to come back from that feeling of they just think I'm a number. Yeah. You know, so so that's one thing I would say. I, I think artificial intelligence is great. And if I could make a comparison like, I don't think artificial intelligence is going anywhere. In fact, it's going to get bigger. And I think we're going through a period right now, like the Industrial Revolution and like electricity. So there was no sort of moment, you know, I guess there was a moment when people turned on a light switch and went, oh, wow, there's light. Now and in the future, we're going to be living with different forms of artificial intelligence. And we don't think about turning lights on now. The electricity is just there. And that's how I see artificial intelligence. So maybe not necessarily in a prop tech sense, but we're already living with it like electricity in a number of other ways. So you think when you're typing a Google Doc, Google starts suggesting what you're typing. Things like digital assistants, like Amy and Andrew, who will schedule stuff for you online. You know, things like that are just going to be like electricity, That it, you know, things that optimise your energy at home. Those things we're just going to be living with and they're just going to be there. And I think agents that use them well, but are still able to maintain a personal connect, connection with people are the agents that are going to do really well. Yeah, and I'm sure you've seen the same and spoken to some agents that give similar feedback is it's not necessarily about automating ev- absolutely everything, as you said, in their, in their office or for that agent in particular. It's the jobs to do. It's how do we give them insights into what to actually spend their time on? We all have the same amount of time in the day. We've got 24 hours if you don't go to sleep, but um, generally eight to 10. And effectively, you've got to make sure that you maximize your time as much as possible. And so rather, exactly as you're saying, rather than using AI as a way to 
completely automate a conversation and lose that human element about, which is actually the branding piece. That's what age, how agents win business. They win business by having it open for inspection, meeting more people, creating a database and nurturing that database. The, the problem as an industry that we see really commonly is agents have a database of 10,000 people or more. And how do you service those or how do you know which ones of those are the right ones to call next? It's more about finding those 5 or 10% that you should be in touch with at the right time as opposed to just spamming everyone with everything or about stuff that's not even relevant. Absolutely, yeah. And what, what are some of the other big trends that you've seen across the industry? What are the things that you've seen that, that have probably gone the other way in the sense of haven't really worked out, like open for inspections online? Do you think that's going to continue? Did you, when you bought your investment property, did you do an online inspection and and do you think that's going to stick around? Yes, I do. Again, for the reasons of people will still be moving into state and and still won't be able to be at every inspection in person. The thing that I think agents are going to need to get good at is the agents were quite good at showing us through FaceTime and things like that. But if I had my time again, I probably wouldn't be here in this studio because um, while we had a look inside the studio, we had no sense of what the area was like. And similar with the investment property that we bought, again, it was like we had a good look through um, through the apartment and we decided at the time that it was a true dump and something that we wanted to renovate. But again, we weren't um, able to have a look at what was around that. And so I think the winning, the winning strategy for agents is the, the people that can combine both. Yeah. Because the apartment's nearly fixed up now and we'll probably sell that as soon as we can. Um, and similarly with this office, you know, like we've just sort of realised that this is not probably the suburb that we want to be in. And so uh, I think a, a sale's on the cards this year. And having said both of those things, I'm going to get calls from a lot of agents now, I'm sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll, yeah, don't uh, put my phone number, <laughs> phone number in the show notes. <laughs> well, we're starting to see, you know, Apple have released where you can actually put a phantom email address in so that you can actually get away from getting spam or emails from, about things that you don't really want. But to your point, I think um, we're seeing a real merge of agents focusing on what they're really good at and then either outsourcing or replacing technology for what they don't need or what is not dollar productive to make sure that they maximise their time. Just just going back there, like, you know, I, I'm, I'm laughing about having agents call me, but I actually think that there'll be a lot of people in this predicament in the next couple of years. Like a lot of people will have moved during this pandemic, done a virtual inspection, landed somewhere where they don't quite like. So don't think that, you know, like it's going to be six, six or seven years. I actually think people will be sort of, you know, moving around for probably a bit shorter. It's going to be interesting because people have got caught up on the dream of um, working virtually. And then as you get in more and more into it, people crave human interaction. They don't want to sit behind the computer all day. And so, you know, if you're going to move back from regional centres to come back to the city again, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Mm, yeah, very interesting. We're nearly towards the end of time, Sam, but we always ask two questions whenever we have someone on the show. And the the first question is, what's your definition of success? Uh, well, my definition of success right now will be having some time off over Christmas because, um, as as I said, I was sort of I was locked down for last Christmas in a in a very nice house with no furniture, <laughs> no decorations, no presents, uh, and some croissants for breakfast that were delivered by 
Coles and a bottle of champagne that was delivered by Dan's. So, you know, if you ever end up in lockdown, just know Dan does deliver in an hour. It's <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> so my, def- my, my definition of success will be time off and lights and decorations and furniture. Awesome. I think everyone's hanging out for that. And finally, um, tell us one thing that you got to start, stop and continue. So start, I'm quite... I've been quite interested in the whole the whole discussion going on around NFTs and real estate and what's happening on blockchain and things like that. So I intend to sort of dig a little bit deeper into that and yep. see, you know, how how we can join the conversation there because everyone's sort of saying it's years and years away. I don't think it is. I think it's probably, you know, two years away at the most. Stop. You know, when we moved up here, we kind of had to rebuild the team, but we've done that now. And so uh, I'm going to stop getting in their way <laughs> because they've proven themselves to be um, quite capable. And uh, and continue. Um, I'm I bought a Peloton bike, and I'm quite obsessed with it. So you know, as for online things and and things, you know, I don't don't know that I'll ever go back to the gym again. Um, so if, if you're out there and you're on Peloton, my leaderboard name is Sammy J242. I'll follow you back. Okay. <laughs> we'll keep an eye out. Well, Sam, thanks so much for, for your time today and providing us with some insight around what you're seeing across the whole industry when talking to a lot of our leading customers. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to today's episode of PropTech Insider. If you'd like to learn more about our topic today, visit agentsolutions.com.au. If you enjoyed this topic, and you want to hear more about exciting content that we have in store, please hit the subscribe button on whatever podcast app you use. See you next time.